everyone. Welcome in another edition of The Wrap. Tom Mazaway in our studios in Farmington. Our Jim Reels, friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios. My man Clarence Black had the bail last minute here. Lots of things going on uh, in his world with uh, with what he does in the military to protect our country. And uh, sitting in for him is our good friend Jess Monticello from Baseball Mainly. What's up, my man? Hey, I, I'm always the last to know what's up. Isn't it great? Yeah, it's good to be here it's with you. It's good to have you. And, of course, on the uh, hotline at home, outside again, wearing a Home of Champions T-shirt. I don't know whose home that is from. Terry Foster joins us. Hey, it's one of those free T-shirts my daughter got me from our school. She goes to Stanford. so I love it. Their colors, and I, I like they it. win the all-sports trophy every year. Looks good on you, man. I thought it was a Red Wings uh, throwback for a minute. Nope, not quite. <laughs> you look like you're sitting on a golf course. Are you at the uh, Detroit Country Club or Country Cut of, De- not, of Detroit? This, this is my backyard. I love I, it. I got a yeah, I got a nice backyard. I wish I could, maybe I'll, I'll go over the other way. The other way is kind of sunny though. But no, 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 stay where you are. This is the fire pit over here. I think we're going to have a fire this Friday, so good. It's nice and relaxing back here when you get the sun off of you. So we're missing Jimmy today. We're missing Clarence today. So it's us guys, and uh, it's uh, Groundhog Day. Jess and I say that every day that we see each other. And people are are going crazy over masks right now. And, you know, if you're not wearing one, they're looking at you dirty. If you are wearing one, they're looking at you dirty. Why are you wearing one? Uh, you got a new story for me, Terry? Yeah, you know what happened to me? I was uh, in uh, a restaurant three days ago, and um, – you know, we ate. Of course, you didn't have the mask on when you're eating because you wear the mask through the restaurant. And when they seat you, you take it off so you can eat. Right. Well, I was done eating. I put my mask on and then I was leaving and I heard a guy said, oh, no, not you too, T-Foss. And I'm like, what I do? He says, you got the mask on. I'm like, yeah, so what? He was ta- He was upset because he was talking about how our rights are being violated and he doesn't wear a mask and... And I just and I just said, uh, pandemic. I mean, yeah, these are weird circumstances. So I'm willing to give up rights if you want to call them. But here's the other thing I know: if I walked into that restaurant with no shoes, no shirt, I wouldn't have gotten served. Right. So what's different? Well, it's it's different. We know that, but it, it's that time of uh, our life right now. It's it's been crazy since March. Obviously, this corona has been around a lot longer than March, but it just that's when we shut everything down. And now our governor is looking at maybe shutting down bars again that mainly serve liquor. Is that the way I spin it, Jess? Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, if the restaurant doesn't have uh, most of its receipts mm-hmm. in uh, alcohol, it can stay open. It can. That's good news. It's actually, seventy percent. Yeah. So if you're serving seventy percent food, is that it? If it's seventy percent alcohol, oh, and you don't have outdoor seating, then you have to close. The way I look at it, all the places around me should be open because they're mostly restaurants and they have bars. And I'm not sure if we can sit at the bar, but they they all have outdoor door areas. So I think I'm good. I hope so. You know, but yeah, I don't hang in the bar anyways. So I know it's, it's not a big deal. It's just deal not to comfortable me. anymore right now to to go ahead and do that. Although. I love sitting at the bar, you know, especially like at lunchtime. You go there, it's quiet, 
You sit at the bar, you have your lunch. And some guy sitting next to you, leaning over, talking in your face. That's yeah, true. that's really nice. Yeah, okay. Well, you could separate yourself. <laughs> separate yourself. So who knows? Who knows where this is going to go? And, uh, you know, I just hope most of these restaurants can stay in business. And that's what I'm worried about because there's going to be some people that aren't going to be able to make it through this. And it's, it's sad. A lot of small businesses still. Who knows with the second wave coming on now? And there is. I don't know if it's a second wave. Terry, do you think it's a second wave or do you think it's just a continuation? Well, I, think, I, I think what happened is we got too relaxed in the within the first wave and it just kind of sprung back up again. Now, um, now, I had my little incident in the restaurant. I think if we had been social distancing better, uh, staying home more, wearing our masks, we wouldn't be having this problem. But I think the fact is we live in America and people are like, don't take take away my rights. You're messing with my rights. We are so entitled that we couldn't, uh, you know, for a few more weeks, give up the right of not wearing a mask. And I, I just think that's shown how what an entitled society we are. And the thing I'm looking for is, you know, there's this big conspiracy theory with people wearing masks and social distancing. And here's my my question for those people. What's the payoff for all these doctors who get on CNN and and uh, Fox and all these other stations telling you to wear masks? There's nothing in it for them. So I think they're actually saying this so we can help each other, so that we can open up our uh, businesses sooner and not have to shut them down. And, I, and we failed at that. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I like uh, I, I like the idea of wearing the mask to protect other people. I don't think, you know, I've got a cloth mask my wife made me. It's very nice. It has baseballs on it. Yeah. But it's, uh, I don't think it really protects me a lot from the environment. But I do think it protects people from the droplets that are coming from me, right? And, and I think if everybody's wearing them, they're protecting each other, at least to I'll, some uh, degree. I'll make it a minute. Sophie so Joe. So if you guys are going into the store... And you have a mask on, and someone else doesn't have a mask on. How does that make you feel, Jess? You know, I don't think about it a whole lot, uh, but uh, uh, I don't feel real comfortable in the store these days. I don't feel real comfortable out in public these days. Um, You know, it's just a crazy time. Now, I do think we, we live in a time where we've got this disease that we know is particularly deadly, for people who are uh, immunocompromised, to pe- for people who have issues, COPD, uh, uh, asthma, diabetes, whatever it may be, might it be better if we took that population and asked them to quarantine for a certain amount of time uh, and, and let yeah. this thing run its course with the people who are okay and can get through with it? It might help the economy more. I don't know. I don't know how you'd do that either, though. Terry, are you feeling comfortable if you see someone without a mask? Um, it, it it doesn't bother me. I, I think what I'm looking at him is why. I mean, let's, yeah. let's be as safe as we can around each other. I'm protecting you. Why not protect me? So um, I don't feel uneasy because I think the chances of that person having COVID-19 is so slim. But, you know, the chances are there. But uh, where I live, um, we, they, they did a zip code uh, breakdown of how many people 
live in my zip code that have COVID. Uh, last time I looked, it was 17,000 people live in my zip code. 32 of them had COVID. Now, I'd be worried if I was in Florida, if I was in New York, if I was in Arizona, if I was in downtown Detroit. I would probably be more worried, but um, I think the law of averages is on my side because I'm wearing my mask and I'm not getting real close to people and I'm staying in my golf course uh, backyard. So <laughs> I think I'm pretty good. All right, so that takes us to the NBA now because the NBA is uh, – we're, we're all hanging our hat on if one sport's going to come back and stay alive – I think it would be the NBA right now because it's obviously less people, less people traveling, but they're going to Orlando. And, uh, you know, if Jimmy was here, I'd be asking Jimmy if he would trust the process of uh, these guys doing what they're supposed to do. Terry, what's your take on NBA players doing what they're supposed to do? Well, um, there's a couple issues here. One um, is about COVID-19. I think if you can get to Orlando – despite all the problems they're having in Florida, you're going to be safe. You have to understand, the NBA takes care of its own. They're going to be in the best hotels, the best ventilation. They're not going to be in, in contact with the public. So if you can get there without COVID-19, you're going to be good, and I think the league will go on. The issue is going to be who's getting it right now. Um, I know there's some issues with some players who, who have had it, and so maybe you think they're going to be immune to it now. So I think the NBA will be the one sport that starts and finishes without major problems because they're not traveling, no fans. They'll be fine. Now I worry about baseball and football and everybody else because they're going to be traveling. That may not work out well. They're talking about hockey, having it in just like in Toronto or uh... – Montreal or just another Canadian city. And, you know, they're just staying in their little hub as well. So they're trying to relook at, at the NHL as well. Jess, what's your take on it? We should it? have hockey just in Calgary, right? Because yeah. it's, it's a big town. I know, but Calgary <laughs> is up there by, uh, well, I guess it's out west. But I guess, how close yeah. is it to like Vancouver and stuff? Oh, no, that's that's the next province over. Okay, so you're Vancouver's okay. Vancouver's on the coast. Calgary's okay then? Yeah, I think Calgary, it's out there on the plains. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that should be okay. Yeah, I, I think I think in the case of baseball, though, you you know, it, here here's one of the issues. We're talking about the vulnerable people to this. Yeah, who are the vulnerable people uh, in baseball? Umpires and managers, maybe. Managers. Managers. You know how how old are how old's our management staff? Gardenhire's in his sixties. Yeah, there's a lot. McClendon's in his sixties. Yeah. What about some of the other teams? Dusty Baker, I think, is in his seventies. Yeah. You know, these are guys that, that you know, you, you certainly don't want them. And they're going to have 60-man rosters. Now, they won't all be there it's at the same time, but they're going to be passing through that clubhouse. They're canceling. Terry, did you hear that they're canceling minor league baseball? Yeah, and, uh, in fact, you can get your uh, uh, Toledo Mudhens championship shirt. Uh, it's going to be the only season they've gone undefeated. So This is it. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is it. So, um I'm I'm a little bit sad by that. I like minor league baseball. Although Metropolitan Detroit, we're still going to have Utica. Yep, the, we got um, the uh, USPBL out in Utica. We'll see if they play. You think they're going to play? They only got four teams. Yeah, I think I think they'll play definitely. I I looked on their website yesterday. I did not see any games scheduled yet. Okay, but I, I hope they play. You know, it's not that big a venue. I think they could manage it, and the teams are. 
Uh, it isn't like they're traveling everywhere. They're already in town. So basically what they're doing is they're taking, let's just go back to MLB. They're taking the AAA teams and they're basically putting them on the major league team. Am I that's, that's basically it. It's if like you a think traveling about it. farm team almost. I think the Tigers last I saw had 57, 57 50. people on the, on the roster. They're, they've left some room to bring they some signed, guys on. They signed Torkelson. Yeah, he, they he got him the he other got day. an okay payday. Eight, yeah, he did. Eight point four million. Yeah, That's not, not bad. bad. That's not a bad, not a bad thing. So they're pretty set as far as that goes, and uh, they'll start off the first two weeks, I think, with about sixty players, right? Then it no, drops to half of that. No, well, the the uh, active roster is thirty guys. Okay. The first two weeks, then twenty eight for two weeks, and then twenty six for the rest of the season, and then the other guys are. It's like football. They're on a taxi squad. So are they practicing daily, or I would I would assume so that the because that there's, practice no, tri- there's squad, no triple A ball. Yeah, I think that practice squad probably is playing some inter squad games. I, I I don't know exactly how that's going to work, but you know at least uh, you could say you're on a major league roster even though you're a <laughs> you know a double A triple A player. Terry, you think this is going to work in baseball? I mean, with all those people uh, up and taxi squad I'm not and all. Sure about that, but this is how I would work it. You know, if you have 60 players and obviously you have 30 players and 28 players, I would have inter-squad games. I'd have, have them every other day. Uh, I want to keep my guys sharp for next season. I'm already thinking about next season. Most of them are going to be rookies or obviously prospects that you think are going to be on the club in the next three years. What do they have? What do they worth? So uh, Torkelson may not be playing for the Tigers, but he's going to be playing for the Tigers every other day against other Tigers because I want to see what this guy's got. That's the way I would do it. Listen to the rap. Listen to the rap on NRM Streamcast. Tom Mazaway, Terry Foster, Jess Monticello, Clarence Black has the day off. So does uh, our man Jimmy King. And uh, speaking of Jimmy, he flew to Coop out of here uh, a couple of months ago to go to the safety of Texas. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of flipped a little, hasn't it? Yeah, that's the place. One of the places you don't want to be. And here's the other thing about Jimmy: when he comes back, don't we have to quarantine him? I know we're not going to see him. Right, he's been in Texas, and which means he's not allowed to travel to New York. So they're they're worried about him. He's going to be on like eight or ten flights, uh, four or five airports. So we got to worry about that guy when he comes back. We may have to put a little uh, one of those little shields over his face when he comes back. Well, let's put him in a whole space suit. What do you think about that? <laughs> the bubble man. I agree with that. <laughs> the bubble man. Hey, did you see Joker. what the Tigers partner, partnered up with today? The oh. Detroit Tigers have entered into a dynamic new multi-year partnership with Points Bet, a premier global sportsbook operator to enhance fan engagement and game day excitement by providing access to unique experiences, content, promotions, and more. Following Michigan's legalization of sports betting last year, this marks the first for any MLB franchise, and it's for the upcoming 2020 season. You know, Pete Rose has got to be just blowing his mind right now, just going nuts. This is it. This is his chance. This This is Pete Rose's chance to get back in baseball, Terry. Well, I, you know, I'd let him in, first of all. Yeah. I'd let him in the Hall of Fame, second. Um, and, and, you know, this surprises me because I thought if we were going to talk about franchises partner, partnering with uh, 
betting, it would be the, somebody from the NBA. So I thought maybe the Pistons would be the first team yeah. to uh, do that. Uh, but and, and there's been so much tarnish in baseball. I mean, you had Pete Rose gambling. You had the Black Sox scandal. Yep. You had a lot of things involved in baseball. I thought they may have been one of the last leagues that want to get involved with this. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of happy to see this. What, you know, let me steal a line from our president. What's the harm? Are you really going to be able to influence baseball games today when these guys make so much money and they're hard to get to anyway? Um, uh, you, I mean, I'm all for it. And, 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 you know, most of the people who are at the game, not most, but a lot of them are betting anyway. They got 10, 20 bucks or 100 bucks like you, Mavs, on the game. So <laughs> why not give them a little bit more information? I thought, I thought if they were going to get in bed with any betting corporation, it would have been with their own. I would have thought Motor City Casino would have been. When I first heard about the Tigers, oh, they're going to be having this gambling thing. I'm like, oh, Motor City Casino, for sure. I mean, Mrs. Illich is the owner of Motor City Casino. You're thinking small time, brother. Uh, you're just thinking local. They're, this is a national uh, thing, so uh, you, you want to be associated. You know, other major league teams are going to join in, so it has to be some type of global type of company uh, and not just Motor City Casino or or MGM Detroit. That just doesn't work. Got to be something bigger, buddy. Jess, you have any any issues with this at all? Uh, yeah, I do. I, I just think that, that when you... Well, you're such a purist of, of, of baseball. You're, yeah, not, you're probably I, not a I, DH fan either. Look, I'm a... I, I, no, I like the D. Okay. Look, if you're going to have the DH, have it in both seats. Yeah. Both, which is they're going to do this year. This year. If if they play. And I think it sounds like we're going to get play. I just think that it's been, since the Black Sox scandal, it has been taboo to have betting around baseball. You know, Terry, I, I know Terry has been in, in clubhouses. It's on every bulletin board, isn't it? No betting on baseball. And don't assault right. the umpires. Those are the two things there. In English and Spanish, they're there in every clubhouse. But you know what? Life has changed. Um, back in the day, I mean, if you wanted to gamble, you had to go find somebody. Uh, you had to, you know, find a guy who's unscrupulous and a with his little betting slip. Now we've got the internet. Uh, you can bet on baseball in any city in the world if you want. So uh, I, th- I think this is uh, an acknowledgement of that baseball is kind of getting in with the t- sign of the times that we're just not different. We're just different now. I wonder if there's going to be a, a betting booth at Comerica Park with this. I mean, why, why not? Right next to the ATM yeah, right, machine. Yeah, exactly. Right next to the ATM machine. Go up, put your bets. In. You know what? I'll get a job there. I'll be the teller. I'll take your bets. I mean, why the hell not? You might as well make it like a horse track for crying out loud. Well, I was going to say, man, you're the king of the horse track, so yeah. you already get that, the horse track, so why not a baseball game? I sure. agree. I agree. You know what? You can go up every inning and bet on that particular inning because, let's face it, these people that are betting, they bet on every damn thing. They'll bet on how many foul balls are hit. They'll bet on There's so much you could bet on. When I go to a game with my brother-in-law, Mike, He'll sit in the, in the stands, you know, like he'll try to he'll, – he'll make friends with people around. They're all drinking, having a good time. He'll like, I bet you 20 bucks the guy walking up with the beers 
there's odd number of beers in his in his uh, thing, <laughs> or even number. You know, what's your pick? And you know, how many minutes this inning is going to be, or how many foul balls this could be? People love this stuff. They do. <laughs> Gamblers love this stuff. So why the hell not just have a booth? It's uh, what are we going to call it again? What's the name of this place again? It is uh, Points Bet. Why not just go up on the Points Bet booth and Mickey's going to hit a home run this this inning. It's twenty five to one. Twenty five to one odds he hits a home run this inning. All right, I'll put ten bucks on it. What the hell? What's the over and under on pitches this game? Yeah. Huh? I need two fifty to one for that bet. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't hit him like he used to. I know. But you know what? If you can, if you can um, make bets on the royal family, why not? Why not? Hey, I have a horse racing app on my phone, so I could bet a track anywhere in the country. As long as they're running, I could put a bet in. So why not do this on, on regular sports? I think the Tigers are way ahead of the curve here. I'm didn't, happy that they did it. Didn't we just have the Belmont? And it, yeah. Are they going out of order? They are, they're out okay. of order this year. All right. The Belmont's first. The Derby is a Labor Day weekend. Then the Preakness is the first weekend in October. Do you so, think, think the Derby will be without fans? Uh, they think they're going to have fans there, you know, some fans. But who the hell knows what, what, what what's happening right now? I mean, it, there's so much who, going who on. Who won the Belmont? I don't even know. Uh, well, who won the Belmont? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Tis now. Tis now won the Belmont. No, I, he didn't win the okay. Belmont. <laughs> I have no idea. I forgot who won it. If there's a triple crown Tis winner, law. will there be an it? Yeah, there'll be an asterisk on it. There'll be an asterisk because there was only ten horses that ran into Belmont. Who knows how many are going to run in the Derby, and who who knows how many are running the Preakness? This this whole year has an asterisk on it. Come on, let's face it. Have you ever think of you ever you ever go through anything like this? It's it's unbelievable. I still don't think that we're going to see a full season of, of sports this year. I don't think that b- basketball will be able to finish. I truly don't. Tis the law. Tis the law. That's what I I knew was tis now was the daddy. Why I don't not? know. Because I just don't know, Terry. I just don't believe that people will be able to stay uh, corona-free. And I'm not sure if you're going to get sick from it, but if you test positive for it, you can't play, right? Right. Am I right? But, but once again, once you get everybody in the bubble, whoever is, um, you know, whoever is uh, disease-free, I think they'll stay that way. So you just get them in there, and I think everything is going to be fine. And the other thing, the other sport that's going to have all its games will be the NFL. Because the NFL basically is the gorilla in the room. We do what we want under our own terms. Nothing stops us, not even COVID-19. So I think the NBA and the NFL are going to go full swing. The rest of them, I don't know about that. I'd love to see the Stanley Cup uh, being won. I mean, I love the Stanley Cup playoffs. I mean, I would love to see hockey continue. I've been watching a lot of NHL games on NHL Network because they were always putting on you know, special games or whatever. That, that's basically what I've been doing just to pass the time. Going out to the pool, of course. Got a pretty good tan working uh, this season. <laughs> the summer of Maz continues here. <laughs> I don't know, Jess. I don't know. And we got the Rocket Mortgage Classic going on down in downtown Detroit there, uh, Terry, at the Country Club of Detroit. And uh, you know, you don't even hear about it, really. You don't even hear about it. This is a major event that's going on. The PGA is here. Well, well no you know, fans. A big part, the big part of of the coverage, at least from the newspaper and the uh, TV standpoint, is the fans and the parking. And we always have little goofy stories on the food and the dress and the souvenir shops. All that is gone. 
so it diminishes the um, the coverage, the local media coverage of this. And um, and I'll admit, I don't care about it as much because there's nobody going to be there. So that, that's kind of why you don't hear about it as much. I don't even know if Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods isn't there, right? Is he? Is he playing? He's I don't think he there. is. He's not there. That shows you how much I've been paying attention to it. Yeah, I didn't even know what was going on. You didn't? I did not. Yeah, today would be the, the, the kickoff for it. You know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you know, Sunday. I, I'm not a golfer. Neither am I, but I have enough an frustration event. in my life. I know you do. Didn't you ump that... a game last night? I did. I umpired a game well, last what'd night. What would you do? I heard you got in a little bit of trouble. Well, I just had I just had a parent that was uh, didn't like a call I made. You know, a kid... Kid stealing second base, the the uh, the batter swings and and kind of falls across the plate. The catcher, you know, ends up throwing a rainbow down to second because of it. And I called the batter out because he interfered. Nice, good call. It, it was and and well, but I'm kind of insecure, you know. So I I had to look it up on the uh, on the interwebs here a little while ago and found I made the right call. I sent the guy back to first, called the batter out, and moved on. Did the the, the parent? Uh, apologize to you? No, no. He just no, no way. You know that's wrong. No way. Well, I'm em- I'm embarrassed. Like when I go to my kids' games, and I hear people yapping at the all the umpires. What do you think? These guys are professional umpires. Well, and for the most part, uh, the the parents were good. They were good, and the guy shut up, and it was fine. Hey, we got another well, edition man. of the wrap coming up. Hey, Terry, hold that hold that thought because we're coming back with more. All right, Terry Foster. All right. And Jess Monticello, Tom Mazaway on The Wrap on NRM Streamcast. Thanks to David Angel and Stevie Mack. We'll back with more right after this.